nowadays it's becoming obvious that unpredictable climatic events have been occurring with increasing frequency as well as intensity and it's no longer just animals or insects or forests getting decimated this time it's personal the change is literally at our doorsteps in the form of wildfires record high temperatures flash floods droughts what used to be something we thought was a hundred years away is now being measured in decades in our lifetime and so weirdly and very unfortunately it has suddenly become critical to factor in climate change when laying out your retirement plan hi there we are amit and neha we've each spent almost a couple of decades earning saving and investing our way to financial freedom in this show we share everything we've learned on our financial journey so you too can build wealth stop chasing a paycheck and start chasing your dreams instead regular listeners would know that most episodes of money talk come with a free tool or template that you can use to accelerate your financial journey today is no different click on the link in the episode notes or head on over to crazytalk.online to get a handy checklist to help you figure out the most climate friendly retirement location for you so amit what comes to your mind when you think of retirement actually i think the earlier concept of retirement was that you work till you're 65 and then you spend the rest of your life taking it easy at home but i think that concept is changing now at least speaking for my wife and for myself we expect to remain quite occupied pursuing projects that we are passionate about which means we might base ourselves somewhere away from perhaps the noise and the bustle of big cities but close enough so that we can remain economically productive and be able to travel the world conveniently what about you is it the same for me it would be the freedom at any stage of my life to be able to anchor myself and derive creative and social fulfillment not necessarily when i'm a geriatric it could be even the present yeah well i think we both agree that retirement is no longer about being unproductive i define it mostly around financial independence actually in other words enough savings that you can live a reasonably comfortable life even if not a lavish one which includes at least to me investment savings and a fully paid off house but you know money is not all of it you need fitness and skills to keep you engaged and a community for social engagement yeah true true this used to be easy earlier to settle down where your friends and family are however the factors governing how you scope your retirement nest or say for your safety net the kind of skills that will be required in a few decades are all changing dramatically with climate change how are you thinking through this <laughs> wow that's a big topic where do i start okay let's simplify as maybe for today let's just talk about where you want to settle down and how do you decide what's the right location yeah so we've had lots of ideas but they're all getting knocked out based on climate change for example i love being near water but beach and coastal properties are out because of rising sea levels and anything too close to a river has the risk of flooding and my second preference would be you know the kind of forested sort of areas but those might be prone to wildfires as we've seen in australia and the us pretty scary actually yeah i mean clearly finding a retirement destination is no longer a simple job 
Definitely. Because most of us have to plan for decades in the future. I mean, given our current age. And if you factor in your kids' lifetimes, then we are probably looking at least 100 years out. So you have to start accounting for how climate change is reshaping landscapes and changing habitable zones. For example, I don't know if you know that a whole band between the Tropic of Cancer and Capricorn, which is the, the belt in the middle of the world, will become too hot in the next few decades. And ironically, that's also the band which holds the bulk of the world's population. Uh, the rising temperature trend is very evident, with cities that earlier did not require even fans in summers, like Seattle or Shimla, requiring air conditioning now. So what seems too cold now, um, like say northern Canada, may actually become temperate in some time. Which means that when zeroing in on an area for your future retirement heaven, you can't just focus on how good it looks now. Rather, you need to extrapolate how resilient it might be to the apocalyptic climate in future and how relevant it will be in the great human migration that climate change will trigger. Then you also have to consider the scenario of self-sufficiency. Yeah, and uh, as you know, I have a lot to say on this topic and this is where I start sounding like a complete doomsdayer like those guys with, you know, with machine guns hiding out in bunkers. I'm in the same camp. Yeah, I, I, I think we both are. Maybe more and more people are beginning to think like this. We can already see that climate change is changing growing patterns for crops. And COVID has definitely shown us how dependent we are on global supply chains. So it's totally plausible that in extreme climate events, food supply chains would get disrupted. Or maybe there'd just be a, a complete shortage of food or even water. So it's important to try and find self-sufficient patches of land where you can set up sustenance farming and, and maybe rainwater harvesting. And by this, of course, I don't mean for you to take control of acres of land or form your own little country, but just enough for a family to get by or maybe a group of families on a collective or communal sort of uh, property. And then there's, of course, the question of medical care. And try as I might, and I've really been trying, I seem to be getting older, which means more doctor visits, diagnostics, procedures, just a lot of this kind of stuff. But I, I honestly think medical sciences are advancing so much that in a few years, even healthcare could be done remotely. Already, we all wear some kind of fitness band, which is recording our vitals. And it's not far-fetched to imagine a future like a Star Trek, where your band will be connected to a hospital or a doctor. And by reading real-time data on your health, it will be able to prescribe and dispense the required medication. And maybe bots will be able to fly on drones to reach remote locations and perform surgery too. So I'm not really looking at cities or physical proximity to hospital as an anchor for my retirement planning. Okay. Well, that does sound very futuristic and Star Trek. But speaking for myself, I want to be near a hospital, even if we have drones and bots riding in on them. But, you know, COVID has already sort of stalled, if not reversed, the whole urbanization surge. With the advent of digital nomads and work from home, it's no longer necessary to be trapped in an urban jungle. And lots of people are in fact looking to move out of the crowded cities. Yeah, and actually, it's not just about moving out of cities. If I might actually, Neha, 
this whole discussion is not limited to your city or frankly even your current country of residence or citizenship now i i know immigration is becoming harder and the world is definitely becoming more inward looking and maybe a bit less global but there are still pathways to residency in other countries so people with the right mix of skills and financial strength could choose to emigrate to some of these places in order to better hedge against climate events and in fact even to reduce their cost of living or to get better access to healthcare absolutely like canada has a fast track for skilled people to fill the gaps in their working population because you know when you look inward you also create more pockets of vacuum in your working population but again you have to keep in mind the taxation healthcare facilities and support for uh, the older population when you're considering your country of residence portugal and india are sprouting an entire industry on affordable retirement housing whereas a country like singapore is very clear in its stance that there are no freebies from the state and that every able bodied person regardless of age needs to earn their living there are also some other countries where because of lower cost of living the size of your retirement nest doesn't have to be too large a bigger country will also have a more varied landscape and probably a higher ability to afford mobility during climate disasters australia already has a concept of climate refugees where inhabitants from pacific islands where homes have literally disappeared under water have been allowed residency in the country that's crazy right neha to have to leave an entire country and migrate to a different place that is just mind boggling and also yeah. indicates how important uh, this whole topic actually is for all of us and i would actually add that another important factor in all of this uh, if you're choosing a, a place to go to is the governance and the stability of that country first of all is it safe is it affordable obviously but also is it welcoming to outsiders and if those are true is it itself on a dangerous path towards climate disaster or is it starting to put policy measures in place to future proof society so for example nordic countries already put major emphasis on recycling on reducing carbon emissions moving away from non renewable energy so inhabitants get to be in clean green surroundings and breathe clean air honestly as an as a retiree i would love an environment like that so if you see yourself living elsewhere in future do consider these factors and start researching the requirement for your favored destinations that's correct that brings me to a factor that's very important for me which is a sense of community and that is very important for me to when considering or deciding on where my retirement property is going to be while i can outsource everything like household chores or even medical care to maybe artificial intelligence and these super bots what i cannot replace is a sense of community the pandemic has been a stark reminder of how communities nourish us and when a person is left alone however beautiful and romantic it might sound it can really impact one's mental health and whatever is in store in an uncertain future of cataclysmic events you're better off facing it in a group than alone yeah i have to say i agree completely neha what fun would it be to live in an ecological wonderland if you have nobody to share it with 
and that's why so many of our friends i, I mean mine for sure and i know yours as well talk about buying land in a common location so we can all be close to each other and also because i at least believe in in like a productive maybe economically productive retirement i think one should also be somewhere close to an economic and a transport hub so you can easily plug into the action when you need and this is already highlighted in sprouting of shared workplaces which actually are coming up all over the world uh, and in some actually pretty interesting out of the way locations and the idea being that the creative energy of a shared workspace or a communal workspace is better than being holed up alone and talking to yourself or talking to the wall so talk to your friends who are like minded think of the retirement home not just for yourself and but maybe as your own little village for a group of people who can look out for each other and nourish one another it also makes things like sustenance living farming or even creative ideation that much easier to implement yep uh, all good points neha and so thanks for sharing that so you know to wrap up today's episode i think the stuff that we talked about when we are thinking about a retirement location number 1 we need to make sure it's in a climate friendly place and allows for sustenance farming and and water sources for your family and and maybe even for your friends and for this uh, by the way uh, for those of you who are, are now more concerned about climate change and its impact on your retirement you can use the checklist that we've linked as part of this episode it'll give you a set of things that you can look for in addition also consider whether you can be part of a community or at least near a hub of economic and creative activity definitely factor in healthcare and that could mean that you want to be somewhere where it is accessible and if your current location doesn't fit the bill or it won't work out over a 100 year period that we've talked about there might be other places in the world that would be happy to have you and which work better for the kind of retirement that you have in mind With that we've reached the end of today's episode hope uh, we've got the wheels and your brain working towards figuring out a better retirement location for yourself thanks for joining us today we are neha and amit with money talk see you next time see you bye